So I'm uh, reading this book right now because um, I read books. Uh, I'm, some say I'm a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> uh, and the book's called The Psychology of Money. You ever heard of it? The mm. Psychology of Money. Mm. Uh, I never. I, I honestly don't even know how I found this book. I think it was just a random, maybe a podcast that I heard or something with the author. Anyway, it's, you know, there's thousands of how to invest books and what to do with your money and all that good stuff. This book is more about behavior surrounding money. As mm. the book, as the title says, The Psychology of Money. It says, Timeless Lessons on Wealth, Greed, and Happiness. So again, it's more about the behavior. It's more about how we think about money as opposed to what to actually do with your money. But these lessons about behavior actually guide you to being intelligent and how you use your money and what you use it for. So anyway, it's been a very interesting book. I'm about halfway through. Um, I don't think we're going to do a full breakdown of the book. It's just I don't think that it necessarily jives. But there was there was an interesting uh, excerpt that I wanted to read today. I want to get your yeah. thoughts on. And it's about happiness. And it says, from the book, it says, and oh, by the way, if you want to check it out, The Psychology of Money, and it's by Morgan Housel, H-O-U-S-E-L. I think I got it on Amazon. Angus Campbell was a psychologist at the University of Michigan. Born in 1910, his research took place during an age when psychology was overwhelmingly focused on disorders that brought people down, things like depression, anxiety, and schizophrenia. Campbell wanted to know what made people happy. His 1981 book, The Sense of Well-Being in America, starts by pointing out that people are generally generally happy, sorry, let me start that over, points out that people are generally happier than many psychologists assumed. But some were clearly doing better than others, and you couldn't necessarily group them by income or geography or education because so many in each of these categories end up chronically unhappy. The most powerful common denominator of happiness was simple. Campbell summed it up. Having a strong sense of controlling one's life is a more dependable predictor of positive feelings of well-being than any of the other objective conditions of life we have considered. More than salary, more than the size of your house, more than the prestige of your job, control over doing what you want, when you want to, with the people you want to, is the broadest lifestyle variable that makes people happy. I thought that was really interesting. I think that's on point. Now, question is, is how does, how do you how do does money, well, but how does money play into that, to having control, right? And I think that's where, that's where discipline with finances comes into play. Sure. Where you're not controlled by debt, you're not controlled by obligations, you're not controlled by, you know, just the need to survive. Mm-hmm. So there's that, there's that middle ground. Now, granted, I say that, and I also, you know, I've done some overseas trips, some missionary work, and you see, you see people that are with nothing. Mm-hmm. And some of the happiest people that yep. I've ever seen. Right. Um, so it'd be interesting, yeah, just, you know, to, to wrap that up. It's like, okay, yeah, you can control your lifestyle. You're not out of control. Because I get that. Because that's when I, get, when I get stressed, when I get depressed, when I get, you know, on edge, it's usually when I feel out of control. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm not controlling my day. I'm not controlling the things that I want to. I mean, I don't get to do the things that I want to do. For example, last night. 
is I had, like, I was due up to clean out my Traeger, right? Because a bunch of buildup. So I needed to do that because I had to do that so that we could, I could cook dinner. Mm -hmm. And the kids. That's a brutal time to have to clean your Traeger, by the way, when you're hungry. You have to. (laughs) Yeah, this, it was like, it was like, uh, I don't know, 2.30. So I I had time, time. right? But now I like to, we were doing steaks last night and I, I like to smoke them for like, an hour and 15 minutes Dude, how before. rich are you? Yes, whatever. Eating steak on a Sunday night? Wow. Yes, we just, you know, <laughs> just do what we do. Um, and so, but then, like, as I'm, like, loading it up, you know, I'm getting the pressure washer to clean the actual grill, and I'm getting the vacuum to suck out all the, the ash and all that. Like, the kids are riding their little uh, four-wheelers, and, and I'm, like, so I had to, like, get them all ready. I had to gas them up. And I'm, like, getting stressed because, like, I want to be doing this, but now I have to be doing this. And then Rocco comes around and, like, jumps off this little, like, pile of rocks that's in our backyard and, like, lands. And literally the whole front end just falls over. Like, literally broke his ball joint on, on the ATV. <laughs> broke his balls or broke ball, the ball joint? The ball joint. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, so been a, you, you use that McKinney deal. wrench to fix that. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. That's the inside right. joke. The we'll, 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 we'll explain that someday. Um <laughs> And, and so, and now I'm like, okay, look, it wasn't really his fault. Nah, should he have done that? No, but like, it wasn't really his fault, but I got so stressed because like now it's like, okay, I need to be cleaning this grill so that, and, and the smoker so that we can cook dinner and my wife on time, like don't get in the way of her being on time. Like Mm -hmm. if it's not in her schedule, like everybody's going to feel it. Yeah. And so now I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's not his fault. And it's like in the scheme of things, like cleaning the grill is not that big of a deal. And then cooking the steaks is not that big of a deal. Like if it's 15, 20 minutes, it was not, but it was, I was out of control. I felt like the scenario was now I have to fix this. Now I have to do this. And then I'm being told that I got to do this. And now I'm behind it. Now I'm this like that when you feel out of control. And so I spent like 40 minutes, first of all, trying to find the bolt that fell off of his ball joint, Mm -hmm. digging through grass, not the bonus task um and and it was like i spent like 30 45 minutes trying to fix that and then i get over here and anyways so i just remember and i was like stressed and first thing anyways yeah and i didn't handle i didn't handle the stress real well let's just say that <laughs> yeah i took an l yesterday as a as a dad as a and dad, husband as a human as a human yeah yeah <laughs> as a leader yeah you just sucked all the way around. Oh, well all, it just all the way. Like literally, I, sh- I probably should have just given up on life. Like, couldn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Provide no value to this planet anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a very specific example. Yeah. of what that excerpt was talking about. I think more on a macro scale, though, controlling your life in general. Yeah, yeah. And yes, very. You know, things come up that are out of your control, and that's annoying and, and stressful. But I just think a day to day, how many people don't control their day in general mm-hmm. because they've got responsibilities. They've got a job, you know, they've got a factory job for instance, and they have to go into a warehouse and they have to be told what to do all day and they have to be there set certain of hours. And, you know, that's what I think about when I think about controlling your time is how many of us aren't able to control our schedule. How many of us have these responsibilities that prohibit us from, really controlling i mean think about the happiest days some of your happiest days are days where you've got nothing planned Mm -hmm. days where you can literally control and do anything that you want on those days and i wonder if 
Now, is that a pipe dream that you, you know, it feels so good because they're rare? Or is that, you know, how do you, I don't know, I guess the, the thought is just, well, so how I do think, you? Yeah, so I think there's two things. Like, when you say how many of us don't have control over our day because mm-hmm. we have things, I, I also think every one of us has the opportunity to control our day. It's just, do we choose to or do we not? Yeah. And that's, and Tiffany and I talk about this all the time. Like, I'm doing, I'll spend 12 hours in front of a computer someday. And trust me, you look at me, 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 you're like, there's no reason that this dude should be in front of a computer. Like, yeah. at all. And, and, but the problem is, is that I choose to do that because I'm not delegating tasks mm-hmm. to people that could, should, and want to be doing those things. And so I choose to live in a higher stress, out of control state more often than I'd like to because I, I need to control. I, by needing to control certain things and scenarios, I'm out of control because now I'm at the mercy of everyone else. Yeah. I'm at the mercy of deadlines. I'm at the mercy of time. I'm at the mercy of tasks. I'm at the mercy of all these things that like, I don't want to that stress me out because I want to be in control of those. Right, so I just feel like a lot of it is is a choice that we make to stay. You don't have to be doing that job that makes you miserable. The job that you hate, the boss that you hate, the people that you just you just I like I'm I don't like what I do. That's your choice. But that to do that is your choice. But it's uncomfortable to go pursue something that makes you happy, mm-hmm. that allows you to have that control. Right? And and we I had this conversation with my, with my best buddy um, from, from home, and it's so funny because so many of us are capable of being highly successful in whatever we choose, whatever we want to do. But how many people are stuck on the sidelines because they're in a job that they started at 24 and they just, this comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's, which is funny, it's comfortable being uncomfortable all the time. Right. Because it's like, oh, like I, it's, I, I, I hate It's the comfort you know versus yeah, the comfort Yeah, it's the you devil don't. I know yeah. versus the devil I don't, right? And so that's what, again, it comes back to a choice is do you want to control your day? Then control your day. Mm-hmm. Take charge of it. No one, unless you're incarcerated or you have health issues, no one can control, no one can control what you do with yourself. Now, do you have obligations? Like, do you have, like, if you've got a family, if you've got things, yes, those are like nuances that play into this. But ultimately, like for, let's just say, I love being on a tractor. Like, I absolutely love being on a tractor. Like, that is like my happy place. Like, if I wanted to, and I, let's just say I hated real estate, and I don't, that's not what I'm saying. Let's just say I hated everything about it, but I'm doing it because, it provides enough of an income for my family to do the things that they need to do. But I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I'm not saying that. This is hypothetically. And let's just you're, say. You're projecting right now. Yeah. I get it. I let's get just it. say I wanted to go and I wanted to be a, go in a grade land, right? Or I wanted to be an excavator or I wanted to do wh- whatever it is on a tractor. Something that would put me on a tractor every single day. I'll tell you what. If I said, if I said, I'm going to go pursue that and put everything that I am into that, I could be successful in that and mm-hmm. do something that I love to do. But we just, we look at those things like, no, 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 Mm-mm. 
I'm not going to do that. This is going to take me, you know, six months of really hard work. And, you know, I got to take a step backwards and I got to do, uh, I just can't do it. My kids are at a weird age, maybe later. Right. We just put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. And here we are at 55 and we're like, I've been doing something that I hate for yeah. 25 years because I was afraid to take a risk, to step out, to do something that gave me control of my life. Yeah. It's all a trade off. Yeah. What do you trade? You know, you trade a little bit of happiness for more income. You trade uh, a little bit of, you know, less income for more. Ha you know, it's just all. Mm -hmm. What are you willing to make? What trades are you willing to make? Yeah. It's probably not realistic to think it's all going to be a utopia at any point. I think there are certain people that have, I call it the golden ticket. And not that they have the, that they've worked their way into the golden ticket, which I call. They weren't given the golden right, ticket. Which I yeah. call a profession that pays them well that highlights every one of their skills and their abilities. Yeah. Those are the people to me that have the quote unquote golden yeah. ticket. And the great thing, I know we do a lot of hating on, you know, technology and in, in our modern times. The great thing about modern times mm -hmm. is it's given us that opportunity more than ever to be able to pursue our abilities, be able to pursue what we love and make a great income doing it. Mm -hmm. You can be an artist nowadays, post your great, unbelievable pictures on Instagram and make tons of money mm -hmm. building a following on Instagram mm -hmm. or on YouTube or whatever. 20 years ago, that wasn't possible. Think about how many photographers literally travel the country all the time mm -hmm. and take, go on hikes and photos. Like those are the people that I yeah. follow. Yeah. Like I follow those people, probably 25 of them, mm -hmm. like nature photographers. Like I got a buddy that I played with in the UFL. It was a long snapper. And he literally drives all over the country as a media company and he drives all over the country and takes the coolest videos and the coolest photos. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. Yeah. And I bet you, if you measured every measurable attribute of his health, his wellness, his mental health, he's probably on the higher end of everything mm -hmm. because he's spent. Now it doesn't mean that he doesn't have moments and it doesn't mean he doesn't oh, yeah, have yeah, aspects yeah. that he doesn't like. 100%. It just means the majority yeah. Of what he does, he's getting to do and be happy because he's doing something. Imagine being he's able to, controlling his day. Exactly. And imagine being able to do something, to pursue something, to create something, and that fulfills you, like your purpose, right? You're, you're following your purpose, what you believe is your purpose. And you don't have to then be fulfilled with the other things, with relationships, with substances, with notoriety, with friendships, with all those things, right, that a lot of times we'll chase and, mm -hmm. and, and think that that's going to fix everything. Like, oh, well, if I just get married, then, then I'll be good, right? Like, they'll fill that gap for right. me. Like, we make, make all these items, and I'm going to speak, you know, from a religious, these idols, right? Money, relationships, uh, power, popularity, all of those things, right? And we chase and we think those are going to fill the gap because what I do over here makes me miserable. So then I'm going to go look to these. Imagine if you're just like, I don't care. Look, I, don't, I could be by myself for two and a half weeks straight and be just as happy yeah. doing that or whatever. So now, now when you get to that place, now you find someone that you just love spending time with. Now you don't put that pressure and you don't project that responsibility onto them for you to now make me happy because this doesn't over right. here. What I do on a day to day, 
I mean, imagine the freedom there. Talk about controlling your life and mm -hmm. having having control over what you do and how you do it. Because now I'm not respond. I'm not counting on someone else to do something that is ultimately my responsibility, and I'm not putting pressure on someone else to do something that they're not capable of doing. Because mm -hmm. that's what we do all the time, right? Is we we put expectations on someone unrealistic expectations that they have no chance or business trying to fulfill. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I, and I think to, going back to the control thing is it's like, imagine having such a grasp on your life and day that it's like, I'm doing something that I love doing. And I know that, that my skills, my passion, all these things align and I'm doing that. So I don't need anything else. This is all bonus. Mm -hmm. And I can just love this stuff. Yeah. I mean, those are the people I want to be around that if that figured out, because then there's not the expectations for me. Yeah. I don't need anything from you, yeah. but I want to spend my time with you. Yeah, there's a guy I follow on. He's a YouTube fitness influencer, and uh, he's over in the well, UK. Hold on. You follow fitness guys? For sure. On social media? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Hey, uh, I can just imagine you and Whitney like in bed and you're scrolling and there's like just naked dudes, everywhere. naked dudes on every single, <laughs> every single picture. Yeah, she cool. worries about who my, are you following? Yeah, she's not, she's not worried about me looking at chicks in bathing suits. She's looking at me shirtless dudes. Oh my gosh. Look at those abductors. Dude, oh my gosh. His delts are so developed. Oh, oh my gosh. look at that definition. Whit, look at this, look at this, look at this. Anyway, he, uh, he's this guy over in the UK and, and his handle is Matt does fitness. And I, I, Again, randomly just discovered him, don't even know how, on YouTube one day. But years ago, he was a PE teacher, making 30 or 40 grand a year. And he just started making, I think it was seven or eight years ago, started making these fitness videos just because he enjoyed it. Yeah. And started recording himself. He's this in-shape dude. Started just recording these janky little iPhone videos mm -hmm. of him just recording his own workouts and teaching people about fitness. So he still had this day job yeah. all day long. But in his spare time, now he was making these YouTube videos. And he was getting no views. I'm talking, you know, 10, 12, 13 views a video for years. And he would do this week after week, month after month, year after year, because he loved it. And he loved, and it made him happy to put out these. It didn't matter the results. It didn't matter he wasn't making any money off of it. He just enjoyed doing it. Fast forward, after four years, he finally starts getting some traction. Now fast forward eight years to where we are today. He left his job completely, his teaching job, replaced it with the income he was making off of YouTube. This was four or five years ago. So he was able to replace the 30 or 40 grand he was making teaching by making YouTube videos. So now he can focus all his time, all his attention, all his energy into this new job of his. And now he's making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars per year off of these videos. And now he has a fitness app. He's got hundreds of thousands of people on this fitness app. He's influencing all these people all over the world mm -hmm. by doing something and chasing something that he's super happy with. Because he loved doing it. Because he loved doing it. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter at the beginning, the results. That's not what made him happy at the beginning. What made him happy at the beginning was just putting out great information and impacting people. Mm -hmm. And what that's led to over time is this life he would have never imagined because he stuck with it. Yeah. He didn't care about the results necessarily. He just pursued what made him happy. Yeah. And what made him happy was making these videos. Yeah. And now it's a full-time Job. Yeah, I love it. And so, so there's a couple things is I think it's super corny when people say, oh, do what you love and you won't work a day in your life. Like it for sure is. 
Okay, but there is truth behind it. Sure. Right, and that's and that's what's hard um, because look, there are times even if you're there's times I guarantee you this Matt Matt does what Matt Morcia. Well, Matt yeah. does fitness. Matt does fitness. Like I guarantee, there's times that he's like, I don't want to edit another video. Like yeah. this, this oh, I'm sure. sucks. Right. Well, and I'm sure there were times where he thought, I don't want to edit another video. I'm only getting 13 views on this. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Why? I'm sure there was times of struggle in that. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. And and so, I get it. And then there's the other side. There's the other side that it's like, we're in a culture that's do what makes you happy. You you find your your purpose and your passion. You do that. Like, okay, cool. What if you don't know what that is? Yeah. How many people out there have never taken a step back and really said, like, what is it that like really truly makes me happy? Mm-hmm. Because I've been grinding on this day job for 15 years and I don't know anything different. Yeah. And I haven't explored. That's why I love this brain challenge that we're doing. It's like, okay, pursue a hobby. Like be diligent about finding things out about yourself because you have to create space and time to figure those things out. How are you ever going to literally, I mean, if you're, if you work at a call center and you're literally working 10 to 12 hours a day, cause you're trying to get overtime because you know, your kids, uh, you know, need the new sports equipment for this season, whatever it is, right. How are you ever going to follow and get out of that? And I'm going to, quote unquote, rut of this job that you have, if you don't ever create space to figure out who you are and what drives you. And I, I'm guilty of this too. It's like, I jumped right into real estate and like, like again, I love it. Um, but also there's times I'm like, dang, is this really, was this really the path that I should have taken? And I mean, there's times that I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like this is, this is the greatest thing ever. And there's other times that I'm like, if I, I swear, if I do another financial analysis <laughs> and, and lease abstract, yeah. like I'm, I'm going to flip this desk over. So there's it, but what I haven't done is I haven't created that space to really, really dig into, okay, what I, like I joke all the time about wanting to be a rancher. Like I'd love to just be outside and just ranch, mm-hmm. but have I, re- I, I don't know. Cause I haven't created space to go like work for another ranch on a voluntary basis. Like I haven't done that. Like I haven't, uh, I haven't spent enough time trying to learn more about working tractors and, you know, or farming or whatever, all these things that I think that I, you know, cause I watched Yellowstone, you know, now I want to be a rancher, right? Like <laughs> making fun of like 90% of the country right now, by the way, cause we're all that way. It's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Now I only wear boots to work and, uh, and I'm going to get a ranch in Montana, by the way, because of all of you now land is unattainable right. in Montana. So yeah. thank you. It's too expensive. Yeah. Um, you're, you're cutting Tyler from his dreams. No, literally. Cause you like, like I, I, I had a five-year plan. It was like, okay, in five years I'm buying land in Montana. We're all going <laughs> talking about controlling your life <laughs> off the grid. Let's go. Um, but there's, there's this balance, like, yes, pr- pursue what you want if, if you are passionate about it. But the hard part is, is, is figuring out what it is you're passionate about because mm-hmm. you have all these obligations because, you know, you've had, you have kids and you had to put your, your goals and dreams aside to make sure that you provided for them. I get all that, mm-hmm. but what are you teaching your kids by just staying in that job, staying in that position, staying in that role that makes you miserable? Yeah. So now it's like back in the day, it was like, hey, work at the factory. My dad worked at the factory, so I got to work at the factory. Mm-hmm. Like that's what life is. I just think that God's created this, this planet 
and, and us as humans and all these beautiful things around us for us to enjoy, for us to like find happiness. Like God doesn't want us to be miserable. Like that's not what, nowhere in the Bible does he say that. So I'm just, I just think that, look, we have to create space to actually find a little bit more about ourselves. You talk about meditation a lot. Like how often are we actually like meditating, clearing our mind and actually like thinking about it? Like, I've mentioned this a couple times, but there's a pastor that once a month, he drives up to Oklahoma, finds a, a remote area, whether it's on a hill, by a river, whatever, and one entire day, turns his phone off, and it's his recharge day. And it's just time that he can be with himself, he can collect his thoughts, he can think through it. Like, that's something, I've never created space for that. I have the ability to, I'm in a job that I can create my own schedule, but I never have. Mm-hmm. And those are the things I think, look, if you're in a place where you feel out of control, create control by creating space. You know, it's that Instagram thing that's been going around lately about, you know, don't spend your weekends escaping the life you have. Spend your weekends creating the life that you want. Like, if you want something, you have to create space and time to do it. You have to be intentional about it. Look, nobody is going to walk up to you and be like, hey, you know what? I've got your dream job. We're waiting for you. I'd love for you. I'd love for you to do it. Here you go. Nobody's going to do that. Right. If you don't, if you don't pursue that, if you're not passionately, recklessly pursuing those, it's really hard to see that ever happening. I mean, it's like winning the lottery. It's not going to happen guys. Mm -hmm. Buy as many lotto tickets as you want. There's handful of people a year that get it. So, yeah, yeah, and, and I think that hopefully that is where you could get to yourself. You could get your life to, which is you are pursuing something that you really love, that's truly making you happy. You are able to control your own schedule, everything about it. Hopefully, hopefully that would be the, the gold standard. If you're not able, if you are in a job that you don't necessarily love or that's more about paying the bills than it is any sort of passion that you have, and you are you have kids at home and you can't just quit like you don't have a big savings account and you can't just quit you have responsibility let's let's just speak realistically you have responsibilities that that's the most important thing is taking care of responsibilities so let's just say you're in that position and i'm just leveling with you right now i'm in that position meaning yeah. i never I, I don't love real estate like it's not it doesn't burn within me every single morning when i wake up to think you're telling me you're not <laughs> up at night just looking at industrial no. properties across the country no. just to just to learn not more even about a little it. bit not even a little <sighs> bit and i used to have a job where i was passionate and, and yeah. i burned when i was in the fitness industry yeah i've told i've said this before yeah no we I'd get be at the it. you gym. like fitness ben. yeah we i'd get be it. at the gym all day <laughs> i'd come home i would read more about fitness i've never once been about that yeah been like that with real estate yeah i don't come home from my job during the day and think, man, I can't just, I can't wait to just read more about real estate. Like, yeah. It doesn't burn within me. Yeah. Real estate does not. Yep. However, having said all that, there are m- many, many components I do love about it. Number one, we get to control our own schedule. Yeah. So I'm very happy from that perspective. I can go in the office when I want. I can stay home if I want. I can come home when I, I, I I'm very much 100%. There's nobody micromanaging my schedule. It's mm-hmm. all up to me. Number two, I love the team that we work on, yeah. that we work with. The people that we work with are as good of people as you're going to find anywhere. Mm-hmm. They're encouraging. They're hardworking. They're diligent. They're all the aspects. They're all the people that you want to surround yourself with is yeah. the people that we work with every single day. Yep. It provides a great income for us. Yep. 
It provides an income that I never, honestly, I didn't think was possible for me. Yeah. I didn't realize, I thought you had to go to school and be like a doctor or a lawyer. I thought there was like specialized jobs that provided the income that we're able to make. Yep. There are so many components. And so there's, there's aspects of some of the accounts that I manage that I like because I like lists. I like going down the list, knocking things off. I like to be planned out. So I do get to do some of that. So there's a bunch of components. So the overall umbrella of the industry Maybe I'm not passionate and I love and I'm it super makes me super happy. Yeah. But there's so many components in yeah. that job that do make me happy. Yeah, so if you are stuck in a job that you don't like, I would highly encourage you. And again, I know it's hard. It's much easier sitting on a microphone and saying this than it is to actually apply it. I would highly encourage you to find aspects of that job that you do enjoy. Yeah. Try to highlight, even if, let's say you work in a warehouse. Yeah. Arguably, you know, and again, I don't want to demonize people that work. I'm not hating on people that work in worse. I'm just saying there's aspects of that that you could find joy out of. You're getting to interact with other people. You're getting to move your body and be active all day long. There's components of that job that are awesome. Even if it's not something that you're just burning passionately yeah. for, you can always find something. When I was moving furniture, right, it was not a fun job, but... I looked at it as, hey, this is keeping me in shape. I'm up and I'm active all day. I'm getting stronger, right? Mm-hmm. I just looked at the comp- I tried to look at the components. I didn't do as good of a job back then. Maturity yeah. and time have yeah, helped yeah, me realize sure. the importance of this. But I guess my point in saying this, if you can't have the gold standard, which is pursuing something that you love and being paid really well for it, even if you're on that next tier, find the, find the aspects of it yeah. that you do like. Yeah. Everybody can do that. But a couple, couple things, too, is one, let, let's just, because I know it's, it's not that you don't like real estate. Like it's not that you don't like what you do, but let's just say that, that that was the case. Okay. I'm doing something. Look, it's providing income for my family. I hate it, whatever. But here's what you're doing is you're creating space for doing things that you love. Like, first of all, you work out in the morning, but this, like this podcast, for example, like you have created time to go through and help with editing. Okay. Hey, this social media with, programming conversations with leading all that finding guests you and wit are doing uh, apparel so like the t-shirt that i'm wearing like all the things that like you've created space to do and pursue something that you do love mm-hmm. like is it providing life-changing income to your family now no could it potentially mm-hmm. but you are creating space and building something that you actually love outside of your day job yep. that provides for your family yep. so again we all think that, oh my gosh, oh, they have it so easy. I don't know how they do that. No, it just takes like creating space or spending more time as opposed to just going home, sitting there, having dinner, and then watching TV, watching a couple shows. Like you, it's all right, I'll, I'll eat dinner, and then I'm going to go spend three hours working on stuff on the podcast mm-hmm. because that is something that I love doing. Yeah. Because here's the thing is if, if you're doing work all day long, and then you come home, you're like, oh, I'm just too tired. Uh, I don't want to do anything. And it feels like whatever you're supposed to do is work. You're probably not going to do it. Right. I know there's times it does for you, but like it gets you excited. And it's like, no, 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 I'm excited to do this. Yeah. Like, I, like for me, I get really excited building things and doing stuff around the house. Like for me, I could be exhausted, but I find energy to go out and, you know, regrade a pad for a future future barn that I want to build, or, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to go build a porch swing, or I'm going to build plyo boxes, whatever it is. Like what I love that. And I have energy that brings, so find that and figure out a way to do that. Like 
If I wanted to literally just a side hustle, just build things for people. You could do it very well. Bro, I, I posted that deal. There's a huge the, market for taco tables. I can tell you that's that. So, that's what I'm saying. By the way, I figured out why it did that. And that was, it was 100% an engineering <laughs> fail on my part. I blamed it on moisture because, oh, when I brought it over here, it rained, it got yeah. wet. It, no, no, no. <laughs> my brother-in-law, who's a like contractor, handyman, he goes, yeah, I was looking at it. He goes, yeah, no, 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 you can't, you're, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do it that way. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I pocket hold it. Yeah, you pocket hold it all on the same side. So literally it's all pulling the same way. So anyways, I'm learning. Yeah. But again, it, side, side note, if you don't know what we're talking about, you're sort of new. When we first moved to this new studio, Tyler made this table for us that we were going to sit at and have kind of a little round table. Yeah. And the first day, the first week. Literally the he, fr- well, so the first <laughs> week it was like solid. It was, it was at the house, right? Yeah. It was perfect. And then I move it here. And like Ben's like, we looked at it on camera. It looks a little odd. And I, and I remember I walked in one day. I was like, get that thing out of here. It, it, it was like, that it was flat in the middle, but oh the end gosh. started to wing up. Kind of like a taco. It's because I pocket hold it all going the same direction. So all of the tension was literally pulling, pulling the sides up. I didn't counterbalance it by going the other direction. Ha- having said that, I have seen other things Tyler has made and yeah. they're phenomenal. So you're exactly right. It's like. It's because you love it. You yeah. enjoy it. You're passionate about it. You're pursuing it. Love it makes failing. you happy. It's how you, spend, it. yeah. how you love spending your time. Yeah. Right? You do fail, but you get back at it. Right? But it's, again, it's got all the components if that I you love. In real, if I failed in something, real estate, whatever, that it's like, oh, man, uh, whatever. It's like, it's like oh, forget it. Yeah. Whereas like this, it's like, okay, I want to learn, like, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what's a technique that I could do? What tools could I, could I, you know, use that would help me there? Like that is if it brings you energy. So again, create some space and some opportunity, whether it's the weekend, whether it's the evening, you know, let's say you're a firefighter and you work, you know, a double. So you work, you know, 24 hours straight and then you got two days off. That's two days to go pursue something and to potentially create revenue. We're about to have a guy on a guest uh, I believe this week, or well, was just on. I don't know. I don't know when it's going to release. It'll release at some point in the future. <laughs> he literally walked away from a job, and he's a leather worker, and he loves doing. And now this dude is like a really no, well-known leather maker, yeah. and he does like these cool custom belts and purses and saddles and hats. I mean, the coolest stuff. Because he's like, look, I'm going to master this skill that like brings me joy. Yeah. He defines his own happiness. That's right. By pursuing something That's right. he loves. And again, yeah. that sounds that may sound corny to you. That may sound unrealistic. That yeah. may sound like, you know, some, you know, pipe dream. But the point is what you're saying, even if you do have to do something all day, yeah. there's time before and after. Yes. And again, last time not, I checked, there's very few jobs other than like if you're like an ER doctor or a firefighter or something like that, that you're working 18 hours a day and the only remaining time is there for you to sleep. Right. There's, there's not a lot of those, yeah. but now, even that you get two or three days, yeah. you know, to do something oh, else. So yeah. again, not to sound corny, not to sound cheesy, but it's, I mean, we say it in our name, one shot, we're only going to get one go at this yeah. at the end of the day, ultimately. And so I want to maximize every single day. Again, I know that's cliche. I know that's corny, but the point is I'm going to wake up early and do things I want to do. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't do something, during the day, maybe that I'm just super burned up again. Yeah. Now, okay, maybe I won't, but I'm going to find aspects of it that I really enjoy. That's now, right. when I'm done, I'm going to yet again, I'm going to go pursue things. I'm going to try to maximize every single day because I realize 
how finite time is and how quickly things go if you don't do that. You could very easily fall into a rut where you wake up, you get dressed for work, you go to work all day at a job you hate, you come home, you eat dinner, you watch Netflix, you turn your brain off, you go to bed, repeat. That doesn't sound like a life Uh -uh. that I want anything to do with. Uh -uh. Even if I did find components of that job that I hate that I could really hold on to, that's still not a way I want to live my life. Well, here's, here's another level of complexity back into our Wednesday episodes is if you're living a lifestyle that you're not eating healthy, you're not exercising, you're not sleeping, it makes it a whole lot harder to find that energy at the end of the day mm-hmm. to create space for yep. these types of things that we're right. talking about. So again, it's this whole ecosystem that you've just got to kind of like look at, okay, where's my ecosystem right now? Like I'm spending time at a job that I hate. I'm not feeding myself with healthy fuel that's going to help me perform in whatever aspect of life that it is. I'm not getting sleep at night. And then my habits at home is I'm just, I'm doing things that don't contribute at all to what really truly will make me happy. So look at all of that. And then look, start working on one of those things at a time. Maybe the first thing is to say, okay, I need to be active. I need to create 30 minutes a day that I get my heart rate up and I start there. But like create that list. And again, if if you're struggling with energy, if you're struggling with motivation, if you're struggling with those things, maybe the physical health is a place to start. And then you can attack mental health and emotional health. Then you then you can attack professional. Okay. But again, there's this ecosystem that you've got to you've got to really look at and analyze and say, okay, what's out of whack? Where where am I missing? Because in order to take this one shot, take advantage of this one shot, like those all have to work off of each other. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's knowing what your purpose is, taking some time. Maybe that's the first step. Maybe you literally say, I actually did this this morning, believe it or not. I did, and we can do a whole, we, we can do a whole other episode on purpose. Sounds good, right? So, <laughs> liar, liar. But I literally, you know, part of this brain challenge is, you know, uh-huh. write with actual pen and paper, writing yeah. session with actual, and what I did this morning is said, what is purpose? Why is it important? And what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. And I took 30 minutes and I filled in the gap. I didn't look at the internet. I didn't go listen to a podcast to figure out what my purpose is. I actually, for the first time, sat down and reflected, what are my answers to these questions? If somebody were to ask me that, what am I going to say? Yeah. What, what am I going to answer? And what that's allowed me to do is allowed me to reset my North Star. Mm-hmm. What am I pursuing? Why am I pursuing it? Mm-hmm. It's just allowed it, that small little session allows me to recalibrate what I'm after. Again, I can't control every aspect of my day. That's, that's not realistic, but I can control a lot. And if, as long as those things that I am in control of are pointing me towards that purpose, I'm going to be a much happier person. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully that's what it is for you today. Hopefully you take some time again, first step, take some time and figure out what that is for you. What is your purpose? What are you after? What are you, what are you (laughs) on this spinning ball of rock doing? Mm -hmm. It's going to look a little bit different for everybody, yep. but it, 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 you need to take the time to figure that out and yep. then go and whatever it is that you're doing out through day, whether you can control it or you're not, try to find the aspects that you do enjoy about it. That's right. That do make you happy, mm. that do fulfill you. And hopefully all those things, maybe not each individual thing, but as in general, hopefully those things are leading you to that That's path right. of your purpose. All right. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Uh, make sure to follow us. Uh, make sure to share with anybody that uh, this made a, uh, if you feel like this made an impact on you, share with some friends. We appreciate you. But thank you. Love you. 
and we'll see you next time. Tyler's got to go to a meeting, apparently. He just said, Yeah, I've really lost quickly. control of my day. <laughs>